Hello, it is I, Jacqueline Kitzman, and I am coming at you for an Awakened Tarot episode, because that is the name of this podcast. So let's see, um, so much has happened. Of course, the war in Ukraine. Um, as always, keep your eyes on that anytime we have any kind of any kind of vast humanitarian crisis. Um, of course, abortion laws are going to, you know, are just, Oklahoma has passed the most extreme abortion ban um, starting at, like, at fertilization. That puts at risk Plan B, IVF, IUDs, certain types of birth control. Um, I know it feels really helpless right now, but call your representatives, call the people who matter, make sure you're voting in local elections, because again, and I, I do not say this lightly, abortion bans for a while until Roe v. Wade can be codified back into law once they overturn it sometime this summer. It is going to be up to the states to decide what they are going to do. What that means is that you need to be voting in your local elections, your state elections, even your local city council elections, because all of those people, all of those people you vote in, all of the people we normally don't even know the names of, all of the people we normally don't even think about in your state, all of those people are going to be the ones deciding on whether or not your specific state has access to reproductive health in regards to Planned Parenthood abortions. Um, of course, we know Planned Parenthood does not only do abortions. They do a lot of amazing work in regards to cancer screenings and STIs and all of a, a whole bunch of other things. So vote. <laughs> if you don't know how to vote, once again, I will put the link to, if you, to see if you're registered. I'll put the link at the bottom you know, in the show notes, um, just, you know, it's vastly important. I think that is, that is what we can do right now. And I know, and believe me, I know that somebody saying just vote seems like such a fucking cop out, but it's not, I promise you it's not. It is the, it's the one thing that we can do right now as the white conservative judges on the Supreme Court decide that the separation between church and state is they apparently just throw that out and screw so, so many people over. I also want to take a second and talk about the there are what, three mass shootings last week, specifically on Sunday. Um, I record these episodes Saturdays or sun or, you know, sometimes very early on Sunday and I didn't get to talk in last week's episode about the horrific racially motivated mass shooting that happened at the Buffalo the Buffalo grocery store, I believe in New York. 18-year-old white kid created a manifesto, apologized to the military for not being organized enough, and then went and killed 10 people, and three were wounded at the Buffalo supermarket. It's horrendous. It's horrible. It was a racially motivated mass shooting that should never have happened because this child, this this 18-year-old man, I shouldn't say he was a child because he wasn't a child. This 18-year-old man had been reported to the police before for threatening what? To like shoot, his, shoot up his school or hurt other people. And nobody took him seriously. It's sick. It's just absolutely sick. 
It's so devastating on several levels because we're at a time right now where so many conservative states are trying to ban the teaching of critical race theory, something that would help kind of teach how influential black people have been <laughs> to just everything. I was going to like I was going to say one specific thing, but I'm just kind of like everything in America, you know, just things that would educate people and these these small minded people. It's just awful. And I didn't get to talk about it last week, but it was, you know, like there's just so many different like horrors happening in the world. Like gun laws in America need to change. And the racism in this country is disgusting. It's disgusting. This is another reason that local elections are so important because those are the people that are helping make like educational standards in your, in your state. Right. Like, it is prom- pr- primarily red and conservative states who are banning critical race theory being taught in school. A- a- banning education, not any kind of, it's just banning education, period. It's banning history, period. It's, it is keeping small minds small and racist minds racist. Vote in those elections too, because the people who run and control our state and local governments, they're the people that are making some of these really just wild fucking decisions. And it would be really, really wonderful if all of us who are so progressive did show up and vote. That's just what we can do. It just sucks. Like, it sucks to, like, be like, here's here's what's happening. And then, like, my what my one solution is that of a privileged person, which is just, like, go vote. So, but it is, you know, it is something we can do. We can also get involved in, you know protests and um, calling our representatives to make voting more widespread and easy. That is another way to help get things back to, not even back, get things forward to where they should be. So, okay, I am now going to push on to to the card we're talking about today. The card we're talking about today, I was actually surprised that we haven't covered it yet. I feel like we've talked about it. Maybe I talked about it in like a video or a reel or a TikTok or something, but, and, and that's why I'm getting all confused, but it is the eight of pentacles. As always, you know, the suit of pentacles, it's um a lot of times seen as like the card of finances and the card of money and work and all of that is... All of those are facets of the suit of pentacles, but the heart of the suit of pentacles is, again, it's all of the things that you learned in the previous suit. So it's all of that cup energy, all of that wands energy, all of that swords energy, um, and then you're putting it on the outside, right? So that that's how you're using all of those internal things to create your outside world. I will say, I will say that of all of the cards in the suit of pentacles, um, the one that most closely, I think, relates to the concept of work in general is the Eight of Pentacles. Um, on this card, you have a person and they have a little like a, a little tiny hammer and they are like hammering or chiseling. It is a hammer and chisel. They are hammering and chiseling little tiny pentacles on these on these coins or on directly on pentacles. So they're they're creating like pentagrams on pentacles and one is by their foot and others are hung on a tree um in the background of this person there's like a little like um you could say homestead 
what I think is the most significant part of this card is that there are five, one, two, three, four, five, I can math, pentacles hanging on a tree. There is one pentacle lying flat on the ground. Um, The person is chiseling the pentagram into a pentacle on the table on the table that they're working on and then kind of leaning on this table is another pentacle sitting straight up these pentacles when you look at them when you look at the when you look at the stars on them all of them are different so when you a lot of times people will read this specific card as being something like perfecting your craft and yeah or they'll look at it as like kind of making something perfect doing the work to make something perfect and 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 yes um but i want to tweak that a little bit because that's not how i get this card like this card does not i do not do readings with this card and and then it you know, like I'm asking a question like, how um, how best can I parent today? And I pull this card and, it, and then it's like, do the same thing as yesterday. Like, no, um, because if that were the case, then the stars, the ones that are this kind of like perfect thing hanging from the tree, they'd all look the same. But even though every single every single shape on these pentacles hanging from this tree is a pentagram, all of them have a star in the middle. All of the stars are still different. Some on some stars, the lines are thicker or the triangles are bigger or the pentacle itself is bigger. Um, This is important because all of these, this person who's working on pentacles deemed deemed perfect in their own way and hung them on a tree because they're done. There's one laying kind of, there's two kind of, I should say, kind of on the ground by this person's foot and one that this person is making. So for me, when this card comes up, it's not telling me to do the same thing that I did. That that doesn't leave a lot of room for change, evolution, and the things that the eight in the tarot stands for, which is that kind of transformative card, right? We go from the self-awareness and realization in the seven and we enter the eight where things are different and we are completely changed and transformed. It's this expansive absolute. We have decided to change and therefore we are changed in the eight. So then why would we be making the same thing over and over and over and over and over again? Well, the truth is that we're not. What we're learning in this card is to keep doing the thing. You could call it practice or you could call it do with your time all you can do. Sometimes you're only going to have energy to make a very thin pinnacle. But did you finish the day? Did you get it done? Make every day something you can find meaning in or something that you can be proud of. Sometimes that means... You needed rest, so you laid in your bed all day and you completely ignored all of your housework. Fucking good for you. Good fucking job. You needed that. You needed that time. Sometimes it's the opposite. Sometimes, okay, you got up and you did dishes today. That's fucking amazing. Sometimes that's your baby's growing two molars and has been screaming for days and you feel like your mental health is slipping. So you completely ignored all housework, but you snuggled your baby and you didn't lose your temper once. 
fucking good for you. Sometimes it's, oh, hey, like you had a really hard day and you lost your temper and you and you had yourself a little tantrum, but then you rebounded and you didn't have and you, and you apologized and you kept going with your day. You just kept going. Fucking good job. This is a card that is a consistent reminder that you don't stop making things. You don't stop making days. You don't stop waking up and having something different to create. The idea is that you find a process, a process that works for you and you try to make the best thing out of it that you can. This card isn't so much about how the pentacles turn out as it is about all of the work and care and preparation you put into the pentacle itself, whatever that means, whatever that means. It's about getting better about, you know, um, I take my baby to work with me, but then two days away, two days a week, two days a week, I stay, I get to be home with Evie. Um, and sometimes I have an incredibly busy week and there's that pressure, I think, for all like, you know, parents who stay home with their kid. That's like, oh my God, there's dishes and laundry and I'm home. So I should be getting all of this done. And like, sometimes I can do that, but sometimes I'm just really tired. And I and I prepare myself for the next day and I kind of give myself this pep talk and this permission to be like, the dishes do not need to be done tomorrow. The laundry does not need to get done tomorrow. If all you do tomorrow is keep your sanity and play with your baby and do things that make you both happy so that it's a good and productive day in that way, then you fucking aced it. Then you fucking aced it. It's learning to prepare yourself and your expectations for what actually needs to be done. In the eight, it's not so much about making everything perfect because they're not. It is about using all of the tools you learned in the previous suits to set your expectations and your preparation for what is actually good for your energy and then giving yourself some fucking credit and forgiveness and grace. You are, n I shouldn't say never. There are very few days in your life that, you, that are going to be perfect. As an example, my wedding, I look back on as the most wonderful and perfect day of my life. It, and it was. But then when I, and that's my zoomed out, but day of my wedding cake got delivered to our house, smashed, completely smashed. Like family members had to go back to the store and have them quickly fix or remake me a wedding cake because they, our wedding cake came to our to, to where we were all getting ready destroyed and um that was nuts and I remember just being like eh. and then um my dress I sat in it weird in one way and the little hook at the back of the dress popped open and I had to safety pin the back of my dress my wedding dress has a teeny tiny little safety pin because of one thing where I did something incorrectly and popped my dress so I had the I went through the ceremony and the reception with a safety pin keeping the little eye and hook in place in the back of my dress it was supposed to fucking storm that night and I was just like fuck it if we if we get married on the beach in the rain, in the storm, and there's waves everywhere and whatever else, and that's how it is. And then I we get to the ceremony and I look at my my sweet nanny kids who are gonna be throwing the seashells down the aisle. Um, and I remembered that I had left the little brass holder at home. So they threw seashells out of a baseball cap 
down down my aisle. Um, all of these flowers that I had picked out to go in the back of all of the chairs um, had been used up so that my mother-in-law could make my sister-in-law a bouquet because she was very worried that ca- that my sister-in-law didn't have a bouquet. And I was more than happy to make that happen. But then it took away from all of the decor for the wedding seats. All of these things in my head that I had been like, this is going to happen and this is going to happen and this is going to happen, right? Didn't happen. And I remember feeling mildly panicked at the time. But now I look back and like, somehow the cake got fixed and... The safety pin did hold that iron hook together for me the entire night, and it did not storm. In fact, it was beautiful outside, and even if it had stormed, I, oh shit, even in the middle of the ceremony, like, it, the table that our officiant was using to hold, like, his his speech in, the little, he, our, our officiant was Jewish and wanted us to stomp shot glasses at the end, um, so that, for us, he wanted us to do that, so all of those things a wind blew and blew the table forward at all of our guests. And I can't even remember that. All I remember is walking down the aisle with my dad and Gabe's in my vows and being married and, and, and that, and it was perfect. And so I think the thing is that was a very long way of explaining how in the eight of pentacles, it's not demanding perfection. It's demanding that you, you see the day for what it is, a day that you got through. A lot of good things could have happened. A lot of bad things could have happened. But it doesn't truly matter because at the end of the day, you got through it. This is, you know, with um, with you pull this in a relationship reading, right? Let's say that you do. This would be a pretty confusing card to pull. But it's kind of like, okay, yeah, so you guys are fighting and you've had a rough patch. But what is the whole of your relationship? Is the whole of your relationship these last this last week where you've been fighting about a thing or is the whole of your relationship every single special moment you've had together? Or it's the opposite of like, yeah, you guys have like maybe like the sex is good and and maybe like you guys have fun. But is the meat of your relationship like when you zoom out and you look at it, is it more heartbreak than than not? This card is more about looking at the whole of the meaning of something, not so much all of the teeny tiny little mistakes that happen on the day to day. This was I hope this was not like just a super roundabout way of explaining this card. I I feel very attached to this card. I pull it all of the time and it is because I hyper focus on my mistakes. Oh, that's not good. Like to the extent that like I won't draw anything that's not a flower because I am the world's shittiest artist. If it's not a flower, I can't make it. And so I won't and so I won't draw because I'm like, no, I can't. No, I can't do that. When in reality, it's just kind of like. I refuse like if the process of doing something isn't fun, then the end result, that's what's going to make it imperfect. If the process of painting and making a painting, even if it's not aesthetically pleasing at the end, it's not about what it looks like at the end, because if you didn't have a good time in the process of making it then you lost. It's kind of like playing a game with your kids. Like my nanny kid, we were playing Monopoly and I was having like a fucking good time, but I ended up getting a property he wanted. And, you know, Monopoly is like half strategy and half fucking luck. And luck was not on this kid's side. But instead of having fun and like laughing it off, he threw a huge fit. And so even though he like, even though he ended up kind of winning at the end of the game, it was like such a nightmare to play that like I I was just like, "Mm, we're not doing this again. We're not doing this again for a long time. 
And it's because even if something good happens to you at the end of the game, if the process or at the end of the thing, or even if the end process is like a whole and complete, you know, obviously perfect thing, like it, maybe it's still a failure. Like, again, like maybe you are having a really hard time and what you need is rest. But then like the next day you bust your fucking ass being the perfect mom or the perfect parent and you get all of the dishes done and you do all of the laundry and you make all of the beds and everything looks fucking pristine, but you on the inside are a frazzled, shriveled, tired, raggedly run human. You didn't win that day. You didn't win it. Maybe objectively, but you yourself are tired, worn, and ragged. You're tired and you're worn and you're ragged. You didn't win that day because you didn't prioritize your your body and your energy and your relationships and all of the other things that could have happened and will continue to go on to happen in the next few days because now you are burnt out. Objectively, what should have happened that day is you took care of yourself and you rested and you enjoyed all of the fun parts of being a parent and you said, fuck the dishes and fuck the laundry and fuck the objective perfection that is when everything is put together in a home so that you later on were not burnt out in the days to come you weren't even more shriveled and frayed and raggedly run that is the true meaning of the eight of pentacles and i hope that that made sense and i hope that i didn't just um annoy you all talking about the same thing forever i've only had one cup of coffee uh so um now is the time that i stop fucking talking about the Eight of Pentacles, and I talk about the Two of Pentacles, which is our collective reading. Um, We've talked about the Two of Pentacles. In fact, I'm pretty sure it was an episode. It was the episode last week, Um, which I love. So you guys are already pretty familiar, I believe, with what the card means if you listen to last week's episode. Again, what I'm going to say is there's a lot of things that are emerging that need paid attention to. Every one of us has things in our personal life that need our attention, you know, kids, money, finances, job, housing crisis. And then of course there's all of the bigger things or not even bigger, I should say, but all of the other things too, like kind of like the major arcana, if you will, of like abortion and racially motivated hate crimes and a giant war happening in Eastern Europe. And, um, You've got to be able to balance all of the shit, right? Like nobody is asking you to pay attention to things so much that you can't function in your day to day because we're all people and we all have things. But But it is a delicate balance. This coming week is going to be all about actively preserving energies in certain spots. At one point, we pulled this card and I reminded you that your yeses are expensive. And I'm going to say that again. Your yeses are expensive. Do not overcommit. Save time for yourself and for your energy so that you will have the ability to pay attention to the very like overarching issues that are happening in the world and in our government, as well as the things in your personal life that need attended to immediately. It just keep that balance. You know, like maybe somebody asks you randomly to go out and do something one night and your heart says, no, I really need to be home and rest. Stay home and rest. Your yeses are expensive. If somebody says, hey, can you do this thing for me? And you want to so desperately because you're a people pleaser. I challenge you to say no and preserve your energy. Because 
my feeling about things is that they're only going to get a little bit more intense as we move forward. So practice practice saving and using your energy so that you feel fulfilled and energized to tackle things that need to be tackled. It's going to be it's just going to be important, okay? <laughs> so yeah, this is the episode. Um and now I'm going to go uh finish my cup of coffee. Are you cold, coffee? I need to go spend some time with my cup of coffee now. Ta-ta.